Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today we have Maris Degier. I did it again. Maris, how do I say that? Degener. We did this. So, so everyone knows we tried recording the show, and then we got caught up on some technical difficulties. So this is round two, but. Maris Degener is on the show. Maris, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Round two. Yeah, yeah. Let's. We, I think we got it this time, though. We got it. Good, good, good vibes. Se- second time, second time's the the winning charm for us. <laughs> Has to be. We got to get. We got to go on a second date. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> good sign. So, um, for those of you tuning into the show. Uh, Maris is a rock star. She is, uh, she's got a, a powerhouse of a story. Um, I have not met her personally, um, but she's, uh, she's acquaintances with uh, two of my favorites in the city. Um, and I've just heard so many really good things about her. And then we, um, I, I bumped into some of her readings online and she's just got such a, a really great, powerful story for such a young age. I think it's, it's so awesome. Um, so uh, Maris, we start the show uh, the same way every time. And then we start with why yoga? Why yoga? Uh, let's see. Yoga to me is my passion. And if you know me, you know passion above all else is what I think is the key to happiness. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, it could have been anything. Could have been bird watching. Could have been, you know, I had a passion for math or something. But yoga just happened to be it for me, mm-hmm. and it offered me this new way to look at life and to feel energized about life. And to kind of pull myself up from some some rough patches I was going through when I came across it for the first time. Right. So let's let tell me more about the rough patches. I want to hear more about that. The rough patches. I used to look at the rough patches as this like dark, shameful time that I didn't want anybody to know about. And then I realized I had to shift my focus into thinking that they're like a foundation. Like rock bottom isn't this like bottomless pit. It's a foundation to build everything upon. Sure. So I try to try to phrase it a little better when I go about it nowadays. But basically, when I was 13, 14, I started really struggling with mental illness. And I'd always kind of struggled with anxiety and depression, those sorts of things. Um, but they kind of culminated with, they kind of culminated into an eating disorder when they collided with some stuff that was going on in my family and some changes that were happening in my life. And when I was a freshman in high school, I ended up being hospitalized for an eating disorder. And that was a big wake up call. And you were four- because- 14 when this happened? I was 14, yeah. Oh, man. And I wasn't even the youngest girl in the ward. There were girls that were 12. I think there was one that was like 11. And so it's something that can happen at, at any age. And it's definitely scary when you're young. But yeah. I, I remember being in the hospital and someone looking at me and saying, you know, you have a choice to make right now. You can either live or you could die. And I, I kind of took that to an extreme because I decided I was going to live. And I was also going to really live. Like I wanted to completely change my life and make it something I was passionate and excited about. And it took a long time, but when I got out of the hospital, I found yoga, and I just happened to find this really amazing studio that had a community, and it had this really amazing teacher who I just fell in love with, and she offered me teacher training. And so when I was 16, I, in the middle of recovery and in the middle of trying to work through high school, I did my teacher training, and... Kind of the rest is history. I've just been figuring it out since then, and yoga has been that constant throughout all of it. 
So, and, and this is what we were talking about. Like when, when I was first getting to know you is you did teacher training when you were 16. Yeah. Yeah. How was that experience for you? It was, you know, it was kind of painful. It was definitely in a good way, growing pains. Um, Cause if you've been through a teacher training, you know, it's not just about learning all the asana. It's about growing and, and about pulling up all the stuff that you need to work through. I, and I, I just remember yeah, being, yeah. Yeah, like either you're either crying or you're laughing or you're hugging someone the whole time. <laughs> There's just so much emotion going on. That's so true, actually. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I think I was 25 or maybe 26 when I did my teacher training, and I was a wreck. I was an absolute grade A disaster the entire time. Oh yeah, me too. I was like 16, which is when you're more emotional than ever. I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, totally. You, you win. Know. You win. <laughs> So when when you were going through teacher training, like I mean, what in addition to like your schoolwork, you have this teacher training, this teacher training work. Like, what was the, what was the process like for you? Like, how did you how did this all one come about? And two, like, what was it like as you were you know as as you were actually in the trenches? I know you said it was it, it sounded like it was a little bit rough, but like, what came out of that? Like, it sounded like you had some really big hurdles that uh, that that taught you some stuff. Yeah, well, it came about just because I was. I showed up at a yoga studio in Walnut Creek called Just Be um, right around the time when they were opening and they'd been open for like two weeks when I stumbled in there and at the time it was so small there were maybe like one or two other people in the classes and I just started following this one teacher the owner of the studio Jenny Wendell and I loved everything she had to say and it was always speaking to exactly what was going on in my life and I was still very kind of shy and embarrassed about what I was going through at the time. So I wrote her a letter and like left it on the front desk and then ran into class. And she read it and she connected with my story in some ways. And she decided around this time, or no, a few years later, she started developing the teacher training program. And it was going to be the first one at her studio. And she came up to me and she just basically said, I want to scholarship this for you. I want to give you this experience. I think it would be great for you. And I was scared out of my wits when she said that. I couldn't yeah. believe she was offering a 16-year-old teacher training. Like, is that even, like, legal? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I, I just said yes. And, you know, I, I did it. And it was definitely hard. And there's some things that I kind of regret. I wish I would have said yes more. I, I said I said no and kind of held back from a lot of things. Sure. Uh, but towards the end, when I started fully immersing myself in it, I realized this is exactly what I wanted to do. Like I remember teaching my first full practice class and like they're like, you know, picking, spending hours picking out my playlist and, and pouring over the sequence. And then the first time I heard my voice kind of throughout the room teaching my teachers, it all clicked. It hit like a wave. I was like, oh, this is what I've been looking for this entire time. Wow. That's awesome. What an experience too to be like, you know, I mean, at 16, especially, you know, you're in a place where you're, like you said, you've got a lot of emotions going on. You were going through your stuff. And then you have this like whole, like, dun, 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 this moment of like truth. Yeah, I know it was, it was kind of daunting, but also exciting because I knew I had so much more work to do. Yeah. It was, it just, it did it, you think it felt like, or did it feel like it was just like the, the, the icing, like on the cake, just like the very, very tip of it? I, you know, I remember, I remember because I, I was keeping a journal all the time and I literally wrote on that, on that day where I taught the first class, I was like, 
I'm getting to the end of a long journey, but I, but it's only just beginning Yeah. because I, even then I realized like, you know, this is just a taste of it. There's so much more to do from here. I mean, I look back on that first class and I made some mistakes, but it was, it was still yoga. I may or may have not have said this on the show before, but Darren Main told me there's two things in life that will ruin you, teacher training and therapy. (laughs) 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 But it's so true, man, because both of those things make you dive really deep into, you know, which for some people, some places that can be really, really scary, you know, um, some of our past and some of our ghosts. And even as we're, we're still trying to figure, you know, navigate space in life now, it's some stuff is really intense. So when you're in a place where you're actually, you know, being held and, and can actually let these things come up, it's it's intense, but it's also very, very, very growing as well. Mm-hmm. So I want to chat more about um, all the work that you're doing now and all the things that you're doing now. And, and so I know you're going to school in Santa Cruz and yeah. you've got this really awesome blog and you're just so raw and so authentic. And it's just like every time I read something, I'm like, yeah, you get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to talk about more about, well, specifically a couple things. I want to talk about more about the work that you're doing and then, you know, just, just how yoga really was part of your, your transition healing with this, with this eating disorder stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, yoga, I think is such a perfect complement to recovering from an eating disorder because it teaches self-love and it teaches mindfulness and it teaches, you know, awareness of your body and connection to your body um, because if you think about it, you know, an eating disorder is such a far, a far variation from from what normal is or from what natural is. Mm-hmm. Because to, to deny yourself sustenance and to deny yourself nourishment, like that's so inhuman in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think yoga really connects you back into your body and connects you to what that natural space is. That's a great way to put and, it, yeah. Thank you. And I, I just came to realize through writing about it and through living it that I really wanted to spread the word about about how how you can start to heal because I mean I I don't have it all figured out but I have definitely learned some things the hard way and if I can share those experiences I want to so I started writing a blog uh, like two years ago now and at first I don't think anybody read it I think maybe my mom read it sometimes Mm -hmm. and uh, somewhere along the line it, it got a little bit of attention and like ended up on CNN somehow and then they started talking about me and then other people found it and and since then, I, I've been able to, to get such a cool community through it and meet such fascinating people. And and I've, I've been so touched to get, you know, letters and messages from girls saying, like, you know, this helped me shift my perspective or this helped me get the courage to start my recovery. And, and that just touched me beyond belief. And, you know, since then, I, I started, like, hands-on mentoring some young girls. I'm not a therapist, but I, I still, you know, I can talk to them and, and share with them my experiences. So sure. yoga in connection to recovery has given me something that I feel like is helping me make a difference. What, how, how big of a part did yoga play in, in writing this blog? Was it something that you felt that, that something that came up in yoga that made you want to then share this message to everybody else? Or was there, if, if any, was there a connection with that? I think yoga definitely gave me a voice because before I was keeping everything very much inside and, Mm -hmm. and I've always loved to write, but I I never thought about publishing my writings in that way, um, in such a vulnerable way. And, and yoga really gave me this, this kind of courage to, to authentically show who I am. And, and the blog really came about when one of my yoga teachers literally stopped me and said, I see you've been writing, but, but you're not really writing yet. Like, 
she said, literally, you need to you need to write and talk about the shit that you don't want to talk about. Because I was keeping these kind of very fluffy and surface level. And here's all the perfect things that I've learned. And and when she told me that, I realized that like you have to pull up that ugly stuff, like the, the ugly teacher training therapy stuff mm-hmm. and just throw it all out there because that's what people connect to. Nobody connects to a perfect person. Right. How hard was it to write your first piece where you felt like, oh, shit, this is this is a this is a big part of me and it's a real part of me that. I haven't shared in this way yet. I it was literally right after you told me that I sat in like the lobby of the yoga studio and I was just like crying while they were in class and like typing and oh, I could no. see them crying <laughs> and typing. But it felt so good, you know. It felt like everything that I was keeping inside was getting out. Yeah. It was getting out into the world. There's something powerful about um, one putting something putting something out in words is just so great like you know getting stuff out of your head and putting it into paper is is really it's therapeutic in itself but two like something that you've been keeping inside and then and then being able to put it out and then being able to share that whether people receive it in their own way is is really up to them but like just the fact that you're able to like you know you have this this thing this demon or the secret or or whatever it is that you that you work through um and then you put it out there it's there's something just so liberating about it where you're like okay cool it's out there i don't have to remember who i said this to or you know who didn't get the information it's just there it's just a it's just now what it is yeah you're definitely right it's it's almost like taking your power back oh yeah that's such a good way to put it so what inspires you to so, well, obviously, I, I think I just answered my own question. I know you're so a lot of your inspiration now comes with connecting with um, with like minded people and, and people who have suffered through this this eating disorder. And and that's what that's what gets you going. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. I oh. think. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You, you oh, go. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a rambler. So you really do have to stop me at some point. Keep it going, man. But... That's that's how we have magic on the show. <laughs> That's good. But, you know, like connecting to other people and seeing, you know, what, what I, I feel like I looked like a few years ago and someone else is just really touching to me. And, and, you know, I recently started working with this young girl who I keep having these like these deja vu moments because she is exactly me to a T and like has gone through the same things and is, is starting her recovery in kind of the same way and wants to do teacher training and, and it is so strange to kind of shift my role. And I think this is what solidified to me for the first time is that I'm kind of shifting more into being able to teach and share and connect as opposed to um, always being a student. Because I mean, we'll always be a student in some capacity, but I feel like my role is shifting a little bit more. And it's not so much that I constantly need the help and support of others, so much as I want to be that help and that support. So you're current, and you're currently in school, you're uh, going for psychology? I am, yeah. Okay, so what do you uh, let's ooh, let's put Marion on the spot, everybody. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what do you see this? Uh, what do you see this panning out like? What do you? Uh, I know you 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 going to school is super important, and also your yoga is really important, and also this blogging and connection with this community is really important. Like, what what does Marin have in, in the works over here? You're cooking up something, girl. <laughs> I know. I have I have no idea. I think like. Some people are asking me, like, why aren't you just going to be a yoga teacher? And other people are like, are you going to be a therapist? Are you going to be a psychiatrist? And I I really have no clue. Like, I was, you know, my parents really wanted me to go to college, and I wanted to go to college for myself. But at the same time, my dad, my dad has, like, an online business that he started. And he's like, why don't you just 
why don't you just not go to college? Why don't you just like start your online business and, and try to do something like that? And part of me wishes I had the guts to go ahead and do that. Sure. But I, I, it was important to me to go to school and, and to see what that was like. Um, and I, I started studying psychology just because it fascinated me and, and because I wanted to kind of understand myself better because mental illness is, is so misunderstood and we don't know that much about it because it's such a young science. Right. And I wanted to be a part of that process of understanding, you know, what was it that led my life this, to go down that path? You know, what is what has made my life what it is now? And I don't know, I see it colliding in an interesting way. I, I see myself working with with young people or people that are struggling, but I don't really see myself being like a licensed therapist. I see, I see myself continuing to do stuff with my blog and maybe like providing offerings through that. Um, but I, I know the one thing for sure is that in, in some capacity, way, shape or form, I will be a yoga teacher for the rest of my life. I can say that with absolute certainty. I'll be teaching if it's one class every two months, then so be it. I will, I will be there. That's awesome. I know whatever it is. I mean, you're just not even meeting you and just hearing your story and, and seeing the things that you've done. It's like, it's, you're going, you're, I'm, I'm honored to even just have you on the show now. Cause like <laughs> in a few years, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, you, you heard her here first. You heard her here first. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're currently teaching right now also. Yeah. We, you know, whenever I'm, I'm not in Santa Cruz, I'm teaching at just be, which is like my home studio. Um, it's so strange for me to not be teaching full time because, you know, over the summer, like I'm teaching like three, four classes a day. Sometimes I'm at all different kinds of studios doing all sorts of, you know, privates and, and birthday parties. Sometimes people want to do birthday yoga. That's cool. Sure, sure. Um, but shifting to being like a college student and then teaching sometimes like part time is very strange for me. Like college was like being less busy, which I don't think most people can say. Right. So if people want to um, see, I know you teach sometimes that I've seen your posts when you go into uh, to just be you'll you'll randomly pop in. If people wanted to come check you out at one of your classes, they can check it out on your website, right? You ha you post on there yeah. when you're going to go teach. Awesome. And then remind us what your website is. I'll put it in the notes. Yeah, it's yoga Maris, Y-O-G-A-M-A-R-I-S dot net. And they can also find all your blog uh, and writing stuff on there, correct? Yeah, you know, everything. I do this kind of cool interview series called Everyday Goddesses, um, which a lot of people don't know about, but I, I find really interesting, intriguing women, and I interview them about what, what they're doing. I'm actually working on one with Dana DeMara. Oh, cool. I think your teacher, your friend. Yeah. Um, you know, she inspires me every day, and, and we've done some work together with her nonprofit, and yeah. just, if anybody can be described as the goddess it is dana damara she sure. is she is a powerhouse that's for she is the she's like a mama of mamas oh yes oh yes yeah goddess is a great way to describe her for sure she just she has this presence like she walks into the room and she is just glowing and she owns it and you you want to know what she has to say you want to listen right yeah we'll have to get her on the show actually we'll have to we'll have to get her on the show to chat a little bit oh i would love to listen to that Awesome, Maris. Well, I I am so glad that one we finally got this to uh, to work, and two that that I just got to. I mean, I I heard a lot of it last time, and I'm just so I'm even just taken back again this time too. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm actually smiling right now listening to your story, just being like, she's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's cool. I want to hang out with her. <laughs> oh, thank thank you for having me on here. I you are so cool, and I love your podcast and all the interesting people you've brought into it. Oh, thanks, Maris. 
thank you. I appreciate that. It's it's nice to just uh, it's nice to just have some everyday conversations with everybody, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, I think that's all we have for the show today. So uh, for uh, for everyone that's listening out there, this is Maris and Danny saying peace out. Adios. Thank you.